This is Rama for Today. I know our youth go on mission trips and our people go on mission trips and, and you can do it in some of these other countries. I mean, in these other countries, you can go into the schools and, and present Christ. In fact, our youth are going to do it down in Colombia when they go there. We I mean, we can't do it here, but hey, some people go hand out tracts. Some people show the gospel just by living right. Everyone can share the gospel some way with somebody. Ask God to make you a laborer and then pray for laborers. Welcome to Rama for Today. Pastor Kenneth Hagan wraps up his teaching on gathering in the harvest in the last days. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today is the last day. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. We've started a raiment over in Oklahoma City. We drive over there. I, I, I want to do it live. I don't like that video stuff. So we do it on we do it on Sunday night. Come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. Me and Craig One's there to preach. I've got thousands of people on a mailing list. I did not send one advertising piece to the people in Oklahoma City. I took some flyers and went in a five mile radius of where we were going to start the church and let them know about it. Because why do I need to send something to those people that are on our mailing list? They're already going to one of those churches over there. I don't need to steal them out of there. I need to get people that are not going to church. That's what you do too. I'm going to tell you what, I just got bold here lately. I'm just, I'm just walking where sometime where angels fear to tell, but I ain't taking it back. Somebody told me, said, man, you're very authoritative. That's right. I'm going to be more authoritative. The enemy is doing everything he can to get our eyes off of Jesus and off of what we need to be doing. You know, getting us so involved in all kinds of programs that we get our eyes off of the gospel. Now, there's nothing wrong with the program, okay? I got them here. But we can get so eat up with programs that we get away from what we're supposed to be doing. And that's winning the lost. Winning the lost. When I was growing up, they used to have a phrase called win the lost at any cost. Now I realize that some people get upset with some of these people because they're trying to win a generation differently. And this generation likes that to rap stuff. It don't, it, it don't get me at all. I got grandsons that like it. And some people say, oh, well, Christian rapper. Right here, we got one, Ray McGrath, right here, Big C. He is trying to reach his generation with the tools that he can use. 
if you talk to him, the boy, tell you, he has a heart to see these, these kids one to God. He's got a great testimony how he was delivered from stuff. Come on. You know, somebody said to me, you know, said, well, man, you just got all modern on us and so forth and so on. And said, you know, and I said, well, hey, I want to tell you something. I don't intend not to stay up with the times and win the people uh, that I can win. I said, I will not change my, my, will not change my message. I'll still preach hellfire and brimstone, but you can have all the lights you want. You can have all the, la- all the junk you want, and i just turn it over to these young people. Craig and Greg and all of these guys, JT and those guys. Hey, they, they're in touch with this generation. Come on. Let's win the lost. If a few lights in here will bring somebody in here that I can get saved, hey, bring the lights on. You know, I preached a message here. Craig referred to it sometime. I know I'm one of these, I guess over in RMI, ages, stages, generations. And I found, and, and Brother Tony Cook back there helped me to put this stuff together. He was my associate for 19 years and helped me put stuff together. And, and he was really good at, at helping me. I would tell him what I was thinking, and he, could, he would go and put it together for me and research it, and I, I really appreciate it. But we, I realized we got generational separation instead of generational cohesion. The young don't like the old, the old don't like the, the young. It's too loud. It's too soft. Nothing happening. You know, back and forth. Hey, we need generational cohesion. The youth need our wisdom. We need their enthusiasm. Come on. A compassion, a burning on the inside of you for salvation for people. You know, we need to preach the gospel. And it comes in different ways. Sometimes from the pulpit. Sometimes door to door. Sometimes on the street. You know, here in America, you used to go preach on the street. When I was a kid, they had street meetings. Lynette used to go out with her dad, and V. Tipton, man, my mother-in-law, she wasn't then, she was younger. She had her guitar and Aunt Pearl had that accordion and they'd sing and Brother Tipton would preach right out on the street corner. And Lynette was a little bitty girl. Can't do that anymore, but in some countries you can't. I know our youth go on mission trips and our people go on mission trips and, and you can do it in some of these other countries. I mean... In these other countries, you can go into the schools and, and present Christ. In fact, our youth are going to do it down in Columbia when they go there. We I mean, we can't do it here, but hey, some people go hand out tracts. Some people show the gospel just by living right. Everyone can share the gospel some way with somebody. 
Ask God to make you a laborer and then pray for laborers. Now, you want to hasten the coming of Jesus? Oh, y'all don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> Peter tells us how. He said, look for the hastening of the coming of the day of God. Hasten in the Greek means to, to speed, to urge diligently. Peter is saying that we can hasten or speed up the coming of the Lord. You know, if we can hasten, then we probably can prolong it. See, how do we prolong it? By not going into the harvest fields. By not only being instruction of evangelizing the world. We want to hasten? Get more people saved. What can you do to hasten the coming of the Lord? Pray for laborers. Give money so people can go out all over the world and preach. That's two ways that can hasten it. And you yourself get involved in winning people to God. You saw it tonight. That's why it's so important for Raymond to take the message of the gospel around the world. You saw it. I won't apologize. I didn't ask for money from me. I asked for money for Raymond. I will not apologize for that because we're going to take the gospel to the world. Together. We're gathering the precious fruit. Together we're helping to hasten the coming of the Lord. I ask you this question. Will you pray for more compassion? Will you consider giving regularly to your local church and to Rhema so we can continue to preach the gospel around the world? Will you step up and share the gospel in the world where you live? I'm not talking about this round ball. We live on your world. You know what your world is? Where you work, where you go to school, where you eat, where you, where you drive, where, where, you know. Did you ever notice that you have a little world that you live in and if you stop and notice, that's where you go all the time. Same places to eat, shop, so forth. That's your world. Share the gospel in your world. I hadn't preached the message tonight. I just talked to you out of my heart. Amen. You know, there's... You know, you, 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 can, you can sit down and homiletically get a message and get all that stuff. I studied all that. I know it. Most of you that are Raymond grads that are ministers did the same thing here. But I, I just shared with you out of my heart. I am, this is the last days. I've been talking about those. But I am concerned that about people getting born again, being saved. It's great to have a crowd but when you get that crowd, are they going out of the building just with a feel-good attitude? Or are they going out of the building changed and saved by the power of God? That's the difference. 
I mean, anybody can preach a feel-good sermon to somebody and they can come in there and they can feel good because they did their duty. They went to church and they were told that they can make it and everything's going to be all right. No, everything's not going to be all right if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Come on now. Anybody know where I'm coming from tonight? Did you get anything out of what I said tonight? You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, we have Rainbow Bible Church, Oklahoma City, 8921 Northwest Expressway. We meet on Sunday night at 6 p.m. And so if you're in the area, come and join us. Experience Sunday morning on Sunday Sunday night. night. That's right. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan starts an exciting teaching from the Rama Archives. That's Monday here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.